0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Carbonite Bounty BS. Um, This is our discussion, as we do weekly, about the Mandalorian and all things Star Wars are moving to now. Um, Here on the panel, we have myself, we have Kendo, we have Hitch, and DP, Dogpound Brown. Uh, Welcome, guys, to the show. And without further ado, let's let Dogpound let you guys know how to find us.
1: Make sure that you guys are going to Nerdcyclopedia.com, where you will find all our links to all our Social media output platforms um, at NerdCyclopedia is on Instagram, Facebook, and also on Twitter. Um, Make sure that you're listening to us um, and also subscribing to um, us on our podcast, on all your favorite podcast outlets such as Spotify, such as um, Google Play, um, Apple Podcasts, anywhere, iHeartRadio, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast. we are there. You're watching us on YouTube and on Facebook. Uh, make sure that you are hitting that subscribe button and also hitting the notification. So anytime that you know that we're on, um, anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. And also make sure that you're going to us at um, nurse at nurse at We're actually going to read some feedback from you guys on air.
2: Ooh, That's exciting and new. I think that's a nice new segment. Dog Pam Brown, you introduced it. I love it. All right. Things are changing around here. It's weird. I feel it's all different down here in the bottom, right? Uh I feel like it's just everything's changed around a lot. And that's okay. I think it's good that we're growing. It's all right. I'm not not jealous. I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous that people are starting to feedback now that I'm in the (laughs) bottom right. It's
0: fine. So Before we get started on our uh, episode uh, recap, I heard murmurs of somebody in the comments, and a specific family member of somebody's household causing a little controversy. So, uh, without further ado, uh, Hitch, do you mind uh, letting us know about uh, something from the last past episode we went over?
2: Yeah. So basically, uh, you know, we we text during the week, which is probably not not a shock. And you know, <laughs> Ken watched the episode before us, or before me anyway, and he said that uh, it was like the best thing he's ever seen. Which Ken says about a lot of stuff, and that's cool. Ken's a positive <laughs> guy. Quinn can uh,
1: say that every week.
2: He <laughs> every does. Week. He always loves it. Uh, good. So, but good. so so I will say this. So uh, Mrs. Hitch did not like that. She felt baited and switched by you because of how the episode ended. She kept waiting for the uh, the Deus Ex Machina. You know what I mean? To get Grogu out of the, out of the jam, and it never came. And I Jacques, sir, you are the one who did this to me. I mean, her, where <laughs> where you set the wrong expectation. So why did you think it was the best thing you'd ever say? I just wanna know because I was not super super psyched with how this one ended.
3: Well, it had to end that way. I mean, the the hero, the ultimate hero, has to fall to the bottom in order to be saved and brought back. Mm-hmm. So that's the point of this of the whole thing. There everyone has to hit bottom before you can come back up. It happened to it happened to Anakin Skywalker. It happened to Luke. It happened to Leia. It happened to every character. So this this is this is perfect. This is the perfect scenario where it's gonna where the story went in this episode. Plus, Boba Fett fighting with a gaffy stick. Come on, best fight sequence ever. I mean, this had this had kung fu level. Uh, Talent and fighting ability here. I mean, this was legit
1: crap they wrote. I mean, it was great. So, oh, the, what was that? What what was that that he had in his hand? What did you call it? A gaffy stick. I'm a stick. stick. Ah, okay. A Gaddafi stick. Uh,
3: tool it's a of, it's from Tunisia. Tool of uh, uh, peace, I guess they call it. Gotcha. But I mean, the whole the whole thing. I mean, just bringing my boy Boba back in that way. With all cannons firing, I mean that was that was great, and I never saw him fight this way. Never, I mean he would he would menace in the background with a blaster, you know. That's about it. He had a few lines, but you never really saw the the Mandalorian war warrior in him, or at least his, you know, where his uh, where his background was. And they they pulled lines from they pulled lines from Phantom Menace. I'm I'm just a simple man finding my way in the in the galaxy. I mean they pulled. Stuff that really pandered to fanboys such as myself. So,
2: she'll I get. A- argue with them about about the uh, the the Goffy stick fighting. That that smashing of the stormtrooper helmet is iconic and really drives home the badassery that has been hinted at so many times in the Star Wars canon. You know, Boba Fett was looked amazing on his first appearance. He looked awesome. We couldn't wait to see what he was gonna do, and Thank now you. we see what he can do, and it's uh-huh. awesome. I agree with that part for sure, for sure. For so,
1: sure. so, so for all these, you know, are you guys are Star Wars aficionados and everything? So, the guy that was playing them was actually Jango Fett in, um, Correct. was it the, um, mm-hmm. uh, was cool. it Attack yeah. of the Clones? Was That's that right. the? Was that okay? Yeah. Okay, okay. Wow, um, interesting, interesting. He was
0: also the voiceover, um, of the re digitalized uh, you know, original sequel trilogy.
3: Yeah.
1: So he
0: actually is Boba Fett's voice in the newer, updated, uh, you know, four, five, uh, and six. So uh,
1: they dubbed okay. him
0: over the original voice.
1: Okay. I have seen that. Um, looking over his credits, I seen he did like a more than a few games, um, as Boba Fett. You know, in like the Battlefront game and um, you know, some other Star Wars games. So, um, it's just awesome how they're just. Um, I love continuity. <laughs> I love that. You know, I think as as a fan, you have to love it too because it shows that um that producers are actually paying attention and keeping things consistent. Because one thing that you would hate is to keep things out of sync. So when you do bring characters such as Boba Fett back in with the original, you know, with the, um, you know, the actor and everything, it makes you, it makes you as a fan appreciate, um, that they're actually paying attention and catering to you.
3: Mm-hmm. And in, and in the whole, the whole, the whole father, son, uh, relationship too which which come go keeps com, coming up all the time in all of this saga the whole thing star wars father son yep father son mm-hmm.
1: yeah from mando to um to Great. baby grogu yeah there you go it's always a so really uh,
0: yeah one of the cool things is this the same roger robert rodriguez as in uh tarantino and rodriguez yes yes Yes. This is what I'm saying. This is endless money once again by Disney Star Wars bringing in what I consider a high profile director to direct this episode. I mean, the, the sky's the limit with these. And, and like like Hitch alluded to, I mean, you can squeeze a penny from production to be able to shoot these screens at a cheaper location and then afford to now, as we see, get A list actors. It's just moving money around only like Disney can. I just, another O to, you know, Disney Star Wars again for that.
3: And, well. Yeah. You, they change the name to uh, from Disney plus to star Wars streaming.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. that is until the Marvel stuff starts, you know, piping in there. Then they were, it'll be the like, the other funnel's gonna open.
2: it's going to open <laughs> soon. And then like it once, will. once all this, like, I mean, one, the one thing about the business that's changing so fast is like Warner brothers. Isn't even putting stuff out in theaters really anymore. You know, Disney can't be that far behind. They already have their proprietary pipeline and they can pilot test all this stuff. I mean, I am entering a decade of shut up and take my money from Disney. I just, I just am so happy because honestly, it's like, you know, Star Wars is a property. I, you know, it doesn't affect me how much money is thrown at Star Wars, right? I don't get a piece of the action. But it matters to me that Star Wars is doing well. You know what I mean. It, ma- yeah. it matters to me that Star yeah. Wars. It has yeah. a really nice house, yeah. and like yeah. the, the yeah. Uh, spouse of Star That's, Wars has right. an incredible job yeah. and lots of money and can yeah. keep it comfortable and it won't have to work. It that doesn't hard. matter that
1: you still live in a shack, just as long as they're right. having like really great, you know, time and party and everything and, with the big pool.
2: And I'm so. So happy for them. I'm just so happy for them
1: <laughs> that they could still sit and, clean and entertain me. One yeah. thing I do want to mention here, I was uh, years back before Marvel and before Star Wars got on Disney. I was so anti Disney. I could not stand anything that Disney put out. I just thought it was just so cookie cutter. And when they announced that they were going to buy Marvel, I was like, okay, here comes Mickey Mouse with Spider Man. You know, they're <laughs> going to just water down everything. Turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to Marvel. You know. And I think um, in, uh, with Disney in charge of Star Wars, it's, it's the best thing that can happen to them to keep the franchise going. Absolutely. They're
2: throwing money at it. I mean, honestly, where else are you going to get the budget like this? I mean, the right. theme park budget for this, this property is now as big as the entire property budget would have been 20, 30 right. years ago when they were making episode one. It's absurd and insane, and they know that they can just print money as long as the properties that they put out are good that's the that's the only thing it has to be a good quality or else you're gonna get craters and look at what happened with oh i don't know game of thrones i mean who's talking about the house of the dragon anybody i mean that they just put out like what the first art for the dragons on that I not not even a ripple you know what are i mean they, I barely are they even doing a, th-
1: are, are they doing a theme park ride for like you know the dragons or anything like that um <laughs>
2: I don't know about that, but I know that making a bad season of something will ruin the fan the fan interaction in about six yeah. weeks. If yeah. you, remember, I remember we were at um we were at Steel City Con, and it was right before um it was right before the premiere of the last season, and I remember we yep. were talking to people, and there were some people who were just sort of ambivalent about it. Yeah. And then the last season hit like a wet fart,
1: uh-huh. and and
2: that's really the only the only thing that can actually go wrong with Disney's plan is if they just suddenly start churning out crap. So right. they actually are in a position where the only thing they can't do is the only thing I don't want them to do. So it really dovetails nicely for me in all in all right. respects, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, and it's that what you're saying, I think they learned their lesson from uh, you know, episode seven, eight, nine. Um, due to like we discussed in the last episode. Uh some things did change due to, you know, some tragedies and things like that. But uh Realistically, the idea was that there were George Lucas scripts that they didn't follow, and they went a different direction. I think that ties into this whole new Republic, or excuse me, High Republic and Old Republic story. The reason they will never do the Old Republic—I can't say never—but the reason they're shying away from it is because us as fans and hardcores know the story of the Old Republic, and they don't want somebody to come aboard and tell the story that we don't want to hear like they did 7, 8, and 9, and have the backlash again. That's the only reason they're doing The High Republic, because it's something that Star Wars fans we can't reference to, because there's no. it's from scratch. So we can't say, this is how it should have been, this is how it looked, and that's the number one reason why they didn't go with The Old Republic theory that everybody wanted them to do, and went this new theory of High Republic that's coming out a thousand years before uh, 1, yeah. 2, and 3.
1: Right. Yeah. It's, a
0: safety, it's a safety net, but I yeah. mean, I, I'm excited for it, so...
1: Uh, it it's still take it's, it's still within the universe and it still takes right. place and everything. So it's just another part of the, the Star Wars history and everything. But so. this, is of, see,
2: uh, this this old Republic, this High Republic time period, is something that's alluded to a lot in the original script, uh, in right? Episode Four. It's something Obi Wan mm-hmm. Kenobi talks about directly and extensively. You know, this the Clone Wars, the Old Republic, thousand generations, the Guardians of the you know the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, right or whatever, the Jedi Knights, right. or a thousand <laughs> generations guarded the galaxy. And so this institution that we see at its collapse, that we see weakened and denuded of its power, you know, the Jedi were a much more powerful and more prevalent piece of the hierarchy of the of the Republic at this like previous times. When we see them even in with the Temple, they're at an ebb, they're at a bottom, they're at a place where they've been weakened to the point where they can get snipped off in one measly war. So if you want to see the real like you know, the real greats, you know what I mean? Like the, you know, seeing what I'm wearing, you guys can see where I'm wearing. You want to see the real yeah. Roberto Clemente Jedi, right? The Jedi that <laughs> were just so glorious that people would talk about them forever. This is what the high Republic is going to be. So we can expect to see, you know, uh, different, a different philosophy. Think about the difference between, oh, I don't know, uh, the Christian church between 1200 and now. Just that, right? right? That yeah. philosophy. So these things can change a lot. And so what's great about moving back and moving away from the Skywalker clan is that you can tell a different, more variable type of story. And that is the thing that the Mandalorian is proving that I don't think I knew was possible when they started. Like, I knew this was going to be awesome. If you told me (laughs) Boba Fett was going to kick ass and then put his armor on and continue, like, I would be on board for this whole series no matter what, right? But they're proving that the more you move away from the Skywalker clan, right? The more you 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 broaden the world, you yeah, know, the more different well, types of stories you can tell, and the better stories you can tell. They,
1: well, they figured that out years ago with the expanded universe, you know, oh. um, especially the books and everything that you could tell like so many stories outside of the Skywalker's, you know, saga. So it was just a basic mandate. Just as long as you don't really go into Skywalkers and everything, and the movie stuff, you're you're fine. Yeah. Um, tell something, but but. Mandalorian is just basically telling us that Star Wars it was telling his casual fans that Star Wars is bigger than just the, the Skywalkers there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, right. So it's making a lot, it's bringing a lot more people to the table um, as far as what to expect as far as Star Wars.
3: But, yeah. you know, as long as they, they can do that and that's great. But if you notice every time they do start to step out and they start to tell a, a bigger story, they bring something old in. So right. in this episode, to me, the Dark Trooper, because oh, we never yeah. saw yeah. you heard about them, there was a game. There was a uh <laughs> was a game uh, Dark Forces that had the Dark Trooper in it. <laughs> we never actually saw them do their thing. And here just out of nowhere, here are these Dark Troopers. Oh man, they were awesome too.
0: Yeah. Iron Man Iron Man Easter egg, by the way, if you didn't see oh, yeah. that scene. Yeah. Big yeah, Iron man, Easter egg.
3: Iron man, Easter egg. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. But so they can tell the story as long as they bring something old in, something familiar to just sort of tie it together. And and we have to remember that this is about the Skywalker family, the whole thing. So you always have to tie back something to that, and that that'll keep the fans happy. And then all the people that are into the the canon and all the other stories will be able to relate and stay with it. So like Hitch said, this is, they can just print money all day long until, I mean, this is it. Disney could close Disney world and just, just do this forever. And they're, they're all plenty of, plenty of revenue, plenty of fan fan base. I mean, they got it. They got it made in the shade. They just have to buy the Beatles now. (laughs)
1: <laughs> nice That's coming uh,
0: yeah. and that all ties into one of our first discussion points for everybody listening as far as us uh, we'll start the panel discussion around the horn here uh, the big topic we're going to discuss is uh, what is dubbed the, the Filoni-verse and it's not my word so I don't want to take credit for that that was also from a Star Wars YouTuber probably the biggest I guess out there at Star Wars Theory so I do want to give him credit because I don't like to steal from people but uh, he has dubbed this whole kind of Dave Filoni um you know, Saga, the Felony verse So I guess my question to you guys would be, and I know Hitch has alluded to this, but we'll go all the way around the horn. What would you, and also, I'm sorry, the audience listening as well, what do you guys want to see moving forward? Uh, we'll start with Kendo, and this can be any series, any characters. Uh, you can kind of go on a couple of minutes of just what you think you would like to see out of this whole Felony verse moving forward. We'll start with Kendo.
3: T- tell you what, I'd like to see, honestly, I'd like to see Tarkin I'd like to see something with his, because I read the book Tarkin, and it real it starts with him just as a as a young man, uh, just in the in the Imperial Navy and kind of moving up through the ranks. But he was a he was a scholar, he was a strategist. I mean, there was more to him than just standing there menacing while Vader was behind him. I mean, these, I would like to see it in a separate series on on Tarkin. I think that would be. I think that would be pretty cool. I mean, just me, where my heart is with this whole the whole Star Wars thing. I think he was a an interesting character, interesting enough that they got him into, uh, you know, Rogue One just in that transition. I mean, he was there, um, mentioned a few other times also in some other uh, comics. I think there were the Dark Horse series where he was also mentioned as a as a uh, a, a young leader before he became a moth, something like that. I like the Empire. Not that I'm some sort of dictator or fascist. I'm not. I don't think that we should, you know, live under that sort of rule. But I like the Empire. I like how tech. I like their technology. I dig Stormtroopers. And we have to stop with the Stormtroopers getting hit once and dying.
1: <laughs> They're so malleable. That's,
2: <laughs> that's the that only
3: awesome. thing I have a problem with. Anyway. But yeah, Tarkin. I'd like to see a series on him. What about you, Itch?
2: Well, you know, I've talked about X-Wing and Rogue Squadron and Race Squadron, um, you know, a whole lot. I, I, what I want to see is I want to see a procedural. I want to see a crime scene investigators with Jedi going to different planets and having to solve these uh. mysteries because the, a lot of what they're doing is like the FBI. Like, they show up and they're like, all right, well, there's political assassination and all this intrigue. I want to see them build something like that, where you can see that there were Jedi with other jobs. I mean, the only job the Jedi had would, wasn't just like, you know, personal protection and or, you know, diner miscarry entry or whatever Obi-Wan's other jobs were back in <laughs> back in the prequel trilogy. So I want to see more, more of the Jedi, but I want to see them using those sorts of powers of induction, right? I wanna, and those are the ones that are cheap to put on screen. So it'd be neat to see something like that. You know, maybe even something like a uh, like Bones or CSI, where it's like a thing of the week, and maybe there's an over an overarching story. I I I would I would dig on something like that. I think there'd be some room for that in the Star Wars universe.
1: What about you, DP? Hey, last week I said I'm all in on a Ahsoka Tano series, so I'm, I'm I'm down with that. But what I really would like to see is, especially with um you know regarding the Mandalorian, um I'm not. While I'm, while Baby Yoda is cute, Grogu is cute and everything. I'm I'm really itching for them to move away from that, to him to finish his um you know finish that finish this out as far as delivering him to where he needs to go, and then actually see him uh, discover a little bit more about himself, which basically means that you can either do like a bulk of time, um you know uh some 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 sort of offshoot um type of series, or within the whole Mandalorian series itself seeing how, you know, the um, Mandalorian religion is, how seeing how their their culture is, you know, just getting a little bit more background on how he, how he grew up and just surrounding that instead of everything that's happening with Rogu right now. It's all fine and everything, but I hope that uh, we can get past that because it's a lot of interesting threads that they presented, you know, for this season that I think that we can actually, um, that they can actually delve into a lot more. In future seasons
0: and then personally i guess for me the the number one thing i'd want to see is and we've all been calling for it i want to see like a darth vader type series that's laid out on disney plus just like this i mean we we all want to see what happened after palpatine has risen him from the chair and basically his rise to power i mean we heard about the the castle on mustafar and this and that i would like to see a series based on darth vader coming to power going over some of his sith padawans going over i mean you know we can see a in that as well so uh, my biggest thing would be a darth vader series like this i know that um you know hayden christensen has done a lot that's been cut out of every movie i don't know why they keep casting the kid or i should say kid but i don't know why they keep casting the guy to do scenes and they cut out all his work but uh Love to see a Darth Vader series. And then I guess my final point would be, based on everything I've seen, I'd like to see a post-9. I want to see the end of what Ray what Ray does. Um, you, you dropped me that awesome lightsaber at the end with like a switchblade kind of twist, and that's it. I, I want to see like a little bit more. And then, I mean, Daisy Ridley is looking for some work. So I know that uh, Disney+, Plus. I mean, if they were to finish off her character, and I think Filoni can the right way. I'd just like to see maybe her rebuild the Academy leading into maybe a future. Cause right now we're kind of moving backwards. I w- I'd like to see a future as far as, you know, her restarting an Academy and just a little more of her. I, I just thought like her story at the end kind of got washed away. And I think that based on what we see with Din, Jaren, um, that I think Filoni can kind of elaborate or close out, uh, the Skywalker saga properly. So those are kind of my points. And we're interested to hear what you guys think as well. Um, Moving on to the next part. This is a fun new segment we're going to add in. I know we asked a question, and we don't want to forget you guys because you guys <laughs> listened and gave us some feedback. So uh, we do have a couple uh, responses that DP's going to read out about last week's question as far as who did you guys think, you know, shaved Grogu and things like that. So we're going to give this to DP to read out some of your uh, fan responses
1: here on air. All right. I got a couple of them. So I got a Colleen. Well, the question was um, – Anybody have any explanation for Grogu's escape, you know, Farfax explanation of Grogu's escape from the Jedi temple? So Colleen um, answered, my wish is that he was rescued, kidnapped by Andu. Um, more likely, he was rescued by um, Jocasta's Nu or another Jedi who escaped from the temple and then lost him. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so plausible. that That sounds okay. pretty plausible. Yep, yep. So that was that one. one. Uh, what do you guys think about that one?
0: It's plausible. It definitely is. I, yeah. I don't think it's a bad one.
2: All right. I mean, I'm not gonna make fun of it. Right. I mean, what, I don't know <laughs> what you're expecting me to do over here? It seems fairly reasonable. I, I okay.
1: All right, and then we got one from Jen, um, or maybe had, or maybe he had to hand him off to someone not connected to the Jedi, who were supposed to take him somewhere, and things didn't go that way. So. I mean that ties in the,
0: the whole Ray situation as well. So I kind of like that foreshadowing. It's the same story as Ray. She was somebody strong in the force and they had handed them off to somebody else. So I, I, that's, that, that sounds to I me. Mean, that's like a easy switch. That's a Disney move there. I like it. It's a safe yeah. one.
1: It, it, very Disney. Thank you, Colleen. And thank you, Jen. Thank you too for that.
2: I got one. I got one from Ivegabon7 at AOL.com who writes that, he believes that Luke Skywalker is sitting there and thinking about all the stuff that happens to Grogu and then he wakes up and goes to see his nieces and nephews Jaina and Jason and Anakin this is just an ad for the Chewbacca Memorial (laughs) Association D.P. Brown, this isn't some sort of far-fetched explanation. He's just trying to say that the legend series is what's real, and that the actual series isn't, and and, and and that's what he's trying to say to us because he doesn't think any of this ever happened. And you know, the Chewbacca Memorial Association for for Team Mitch and Kendo. If, you, if you're not aware of this, at a certain point, uh, I made a, a boast on uh, on the old show. That you know, since we didn't have any advertisers, I would just give away advertising space to anyone that wanted it. And what happened is these guys contacted me, and they're people that were so angry that the Legends series was canceled that they started just having me say mean things about uh, about the new Disney Star Wars, just because they thought it was funny for me to say those things. And this week they wrote me and said that they would prefer that. Um, <laughs> That they would prefer they said anakin solo is the worst possible child that han solo could ever have because he killed chewbacca and even han solo would rather have anakin solo than ben solo is what he said so thank you chewbacca memorial association Ouch. for piping up and coming <laughs> oh, yeah, in anakin. and dropping that on us uh, i just really wanted to say thanks so much to our our fans and friends over at the uh the cma we appreciate
1: that awesome <clears throat>
0: So as far as question of the week for all listeners out there and one of the things, one of the final things we'll pose to you guys, uh, as far as our panel here is uh, obviously we saw Grogu on the, what is seeing stone, we believe to, uh, you know, call out to all force users and uh, basically, you know, transfer his essence into the Force, as far as uh, letting them, you know, amplify his powers. So uh, I guess the question would be is for everybody out there is who do you think he called out to? Um you know, it can be as far fetched as you know Luke Skywalker, or it's I guess as simple as Luke Skywalker. I mean, in the comments or in email, you guys can you know put whatever you want. But uh, who do you guys think that uh, heard the call? As far as Force users, and this can be anything. You know, it's kind of a a punt in the air.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I thought that the the the, the idea of of um, Bando taking him to the that temple was that. They were they were gonna find him. I, I don't know if he actually called out to anybody. I mean, it it kind of it was kind of odd that that sequence. Right. That was the one yeah. hole that I thought. Well, they didn't really answer anything. He was in a force field. Um, right. It took Mando several times to realize that. If you notice that yeah. he was not going to touch him through that force field. Uh, but if he was if he was calling out to anyone, I think he was calling out to Yoda. Personally. I mean,
2: uh,
3: who else is going... Even even um, holographic dead Yoda, whatever, would still hear this call from this ancient being. Uh, so I think he was calling out to Yoda.
0: What do you think, Hitch?
2: I think he was calling out to Yogurt from Spaceballs. He came <laughs> in and he's thinking to himself, nothing can bad can happen to this valuable, I mean, precious mascot of our of our series we have to we have to keep him safe so i'm coming That that's what yogurt is saying
3: he's one with the schwartz
2: the schwartz yes that, that's what he's gonna offer gideon in response to the dark saber i got this ring that's what i think is gonna happen i my hope is that we are gonna see luke skywalker show up on this cruiser right i mean i i i am just fingers crossed you know scrunched up face Begging Mark Hamill to have been up to no good for some time and just doing the you know the the deep fake. I, I just want to see a deep fake Luke Skywalker because he would be about thirty-ish or so, right? About thirty years old, coming into the prime of his force powers, trying to put together a Jedi academy. There's no way he doesn't see this beacon. Luke has to at least know about it. And like Kendo said, if he doesn't, I mean, Force Ghost Yoda knows about it. Mm-hmm. And Force Ghost Yoda and Luke, we know they hang out. We've seen it. Mm-hmm. He but remember he doesn't gain
0: that power to around episode eight so that's the only thing that i would say to that theory that's a little off is as of now remember um they're still yoda's still learning from qui-gon how to connect to the force ghost because i guess i mean i guess in knowledge wise he was the only great jedi so to speak that was able to harness both sides and and have this really afterlife you know force vision and to be able to communicate to the living so I know we saw it a little bit in the prequel trilogies as far as at the uh, the panel and whatnot, but I think that uh, he still they're still learning as far as how to communicate. Uh, you know, like even um Leia did at the end, as far as the afterlife of the Force and how they are able to uh, project themselves and things like that to the living. So uh, I mean, not too bad, but that's that, that would be my point on that, I
3: guess. We will see.
1: Yeah, what do you think, DP? Uh, whatever you guys said. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little stra- distracted, guys, so I'm sorry. That's cool.
0: As far as my, I mean, I'm kind of on the, t- the same thing with you guys. The only person, I guess, that would hear the call that would be, at this point, Luke Skywalker. Uh, I know a lot of fandom is calling for Ezra Bridger, who's still out there with Thrawn lost. Um, those would be the only two Jedi would know. As far as dark side users or Sith, I don't know. Obviously Moth Gideon can sense him if he has some kind of force sensibility. So other than that, unless there's gonna be a secret apprentice, you know, that shows up or some new Sith or Dark Side user, um, you know, I don't know. I know they're big into time things. I know the night Sisters have you know, then that's a more of a video game character, but the Night Sisters have some kind of force abilities. Um so maybe the Night Sisters, if they want to reach, you know, Cal Kestis, a character from the video game as well, if you want to reach. But uh, it, it would have to be, I guess, Luke Skywalker would be the, the reasonable, plausible answer, I guess, right?
2: Luke and whoever Luke's with. I right. mean, it's been some time. You know, he knows there's at least one other Jedi and his sister. So sure. you would imagine he'd be able to locate a couple, a couple other by then. I mean, he has a couple dozen by 20 five A B Y and we're at nine now. Right. So you figure if he's got one that's second generation instructors, they're learning from him now. So it's not out of bounds that Luke could show up with a bunch of a bunch of people with lightsabers and just, you know, mop the floor with whatever dark troopers are sent at him and just, you know, he's young and angry still. He's not old. He hasn't hasn't made the headstrong mistakes yet. We still gotta see that. That has to happen somewhere.
0: So oh, hitch and I can I know you guys will know this, but uh do you think Filoni has the guts They gave us what we want. Yes, and that and that's you know that is right. Yeah, that's that's Mara Jade with Luke Skywalker. You think that that he will? Do you think he will deliver that to us? We're we're calling out for that actually. Well, here's the problem. The only
2: problem is that we know Luke ends up as a hermit. So you know I know and 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 this idea that Ben murders everybody gives them a lot of freedom with whatever they want to do here because you know oh they're dead or they're not dead or we thought they were dead or they weren't around or whatever. So can I mean, this can be the,
0: Yeah, this can be the beginning of his downward spiral to where he starts losing faith, you know, in the in the force As you know, maybe, you know, we all know Mara does get hacked down at some point. So maybe the loss of Mara begins to, uh, you know, kind of shut him down from the force. so well, much. Let's, or,
2: let's think about this for a second, because if Luke is if Luke is right now, if it's five years after uh, Return of the Jedi, Luke is going to be looking out for looking for Jedi. He's actively searching for Jedi. So we know Luke is going to see this beacon. My, my thinking is if Luke comes, who else is seeing the beacon? And is this the entree to the beginning of you know him finding any students? Is this the very first time Luke feels a pull and then we get Luke shows up, other people show up, people are just flying out of hyperspace trying to see this beacon and we get this sort of come with me and you can learn the force or not. And or not could be pretty rad. <laughs> that could be a pretty rad episode, right? Well, a interesting, uh,
0: you know, kind of breaking news, but not really. Um, on the air right now, there are reported links from Lucasfilms contacting Sebastian Stan to play Luke Skywalker. This is all loose. It's on the internet. What? There's no confirmation. Allegedly, Lucasfilms reached out to Sebastian Stan to play a young Luke. Um, there's some stuff on the internet. It actually looks pretty accurate. But, uh, the only other thing it says, they reached out to Mark Hamill for approval, which is funny he doesn't have a copyright on the character, but I don't know. I mean, they it's, it's a, like I said, they own
2: his face. He, like might. they can just do whatever they want with him. They don't have to ask but, uh, him for none.
0: Yeah. So that's the only thing I'm reading, but I mean, you know, Sebastian than's the big guy on the, the, the MCU. Um, So, that, you know, for these links uh, coming out now, I don't know. I mean, you know,
1: the age, De age Mark Hamill. Don't, uh, you don't really have to go there. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about you guys. I'm, I'm, um i want to move away from the um skywalker stuff
0: (laughs) it's tying in unfortunately guys i mean it's he can come in as a
2: plot point though that's the thing like like a a show she came in as a plot point right the whole Mm -hmm. show is not about her they're not going to find her to bring her to get gideon right she's not a part of the band they're getting back together but she's there right she's driving the plot forward by sending them to this planet that's the sort of thing Luke can do, right? Luke can't take yeah. Grogu yeah. in episode yeah. 15. He can't do that, but he can come in and say, listen, he already has enough training. I can't take him with me. You take him. You want, he wants to be with you. If I try to take him away from you, I can feel the fear. I won't be able to teach him anything, right? That can be something that Luke can say, but he can't just take him because that would end the show. Well, I mean, and they got in, like ten more. Scene. I got a hundred more already, episodes of this. Ahsoka
1: already did that, you know. So to have another Jedi come in there and essentially say the same thing, I mean, isn't it just you know going over uh, material that you over you know that they've already had. But the
2: dark <coughs> been pulled out the- again. They pulled out oh. the dark saber again. You cannot have uh, two lightsabers on this show and think that they will not cross, right? There's going to be a lightsaber fight at some point. There's no way he can pull that out and say, like, this lightsaber right here? And think that there's not going to be a lightsaber fight.
0: Keep in mind, yeah. Keep in mind, he's going to throw that in there again just to – they're going to show Luke just so we can get a taste of maybe another series. Maybe there will be like a – I think an Ahsoka Tano, because I think she's done in this. So I think that was a hint to her, and she'll have her series. I think like Hitch is saying, they're going to taste Luke – and then there's gonna be a Luke series at some point. So uh, Luke comes I, in, I don't beats everyone in. up,
2: puts uh, Gro gives yeah. Grogu back to Mando. You don't even see his face. He goes back to the door. The door's closing. Who are you? And he goes, "I'm Luke Skywalker." Boom! It shuts, and that's it. Maybe he's gone for three seasons. That's it, man. He just sounds like I'm, over I'm, I'm, I'm
1: fine. I'm fine with that. But let let's can we talk about um let me um, dream Sam. Grogu's let me um, dream DP. I need to fight dream. Skills. Have we we haven't even touched on his force fighting skills there at the um the end of the episode that was just awesome to see man just him just um throwing like you know stormtroopers all over the place and you know just whipping it up I mean <laughs> where did he learn that I mean he was channeling he was channeling it and he was doing his thing I mean Grogu's he, he's a beast in that so I
3: mean, he, yeah go ahead Kendo, you can go first when he when he was in the yeah sorry when he was in the in in that temple and getting channeled. I think he got something. He got
1: got downloaded some information, (laughs) downloaded a file. Something got
3: imprinted in him and it changed him because from even the moment after just the dark troopers took him and he wasn't really scared. Didn't seem to me. He was scared. I think he knew that this was his destiny for some reason. He has to go. He has to get into this conflict. Mando's going to come and rescue him. But this is the this is now the story. This is now where where we've been coming to over the past season and a half. So this is it. This is the climax. And he's going to like a like a butterfly. He's going to come out of his cocoon and he's going to become some the power entity that 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 he was supposed to be. But I think something downloaded to him during in that in that stream in the temple.
0: Now, as you say that, it makes real sense. I mean, to even further tie that in, I think what happened was, as we said, that somebody hit his powers off. I think it's kind of like, and this is another, you know, Marvel thing as far as the Winter Soldier. I think they broke that break in it, that kind of block in his mind, and he is now remembering his Force abilities. He is now becoming in tune with the Force again. So I think maybe that kind of opened things back up, and that's I, I think we'll see him, you know, more of a more jedi knight i guess rather than a jedi foundling because uh you know it's been some time since he's been at the thing so uh, yeah i really think like what kendo is saying that that kind of opened his mind back up and that block as far as his memories and everything has been removed and he's kind of now aware of everything
2: i mean a lot of people have been making dragon ball z jokes this week because grogu sounds like goku (laughs) So this is <laughs> this is just like going to Kami for a blessing, right? His 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 potential has been unlocked. He's powered up.
0: Just no sensu beans. He obviously right. passed out, so no sensu beans for him. No,
2: or, well, if he had sensu beans, he could get stronger and stronger, just like the right. Saiyans. You see, they. Oh no, that's a different show. We won't do Dragon Ball Z on uh, on CBBS. Never. Don't want man to eat out of that chocolate and this peanut butter, right? No. <laughs> like does ever.
0: But, uh, I guess. Uh... You know, we'll lead into one final point here as far as what you guys are, are looking forward to for the next episode here. Um, I guess we'll start with uh, – we'll go the other way. So we'll start with DP. What are you guys – what are you looking forward to this uh, upcoming week? I mean, they kind of got some hints of the episode. What, what are you looking forward to uh, this last – we'll say last two episodes.
1: Yeah, so we got about a couple episodes left. I'm just looking for them to um, – maybe wrap up a couple things that they introduced, like, you know, this season. I, I When when you drop Thrawn in, a, in in an episode, I know you're not going to end the season with that. So, but you would like for them to, to hint towards something, you know, big that's going on. So, you got the big bad is Moff Gideon. You know, he's like the overall as far as, you know, this season is concerned. So, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how uh, Mando, um, you know, then Joran, you know, deals with that. Deals with him.
2: What are you thinking, Itch? You know, for me, we've seen, storytelling wise, we've seen Mando, you know, blocking lightsaber strikes with the Beskar armor. We've seen Mando pick up a Beskar pole that we know can parry lightsaber strikes. So I am looking forward to Mando taking Moff Gideon apart. With a Beskar pole, that is what I want to see. I want to see him just beat him up. <clears throat> that's what I want to see because I think that he deserves it, and it would be awesome to watch happen. That's what well, I that's, your, that's
1: your that's your checkoff's gun because they've introduced it a couple times this season, and they it is it's about time that they use it.
2: It's almost like saying the whole point of seeing that that awesome lightsaber slash Beskar Beskar stave fight was just just to point out that he now has a weapon that can stand up to a lightsaber. To to sort of give yep. him parody with yep. Gideon, because yep. Gideon has a dark saber, yep. and we already knew that.
1: Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm.
3: What do you think, Ken? Well, you know what, Hitch? I think you're going to get your wish.
2: <laughs> it's so rare that I do.
3: Here's here's what here's what I think is going to happen. You're going to see uh, Boba Fett, the Mandalorian, go at Moff Gideon to save. Grogu because of the obviously they they have a life debt now between the two of them. You know that's what Boba Fett said. He said we are in your debt. It's not finished until it's finished. So they are going to go up against this uh this new um I don't know even what do we even call it the new empire and they're going to crush it uh and Moff Gideon it, there's there's going to be a huge battle and it's going to be now, whether whether man, the Mandalorian's going to go with the with the Beskar uh, pole, that would be pretty cool. But maybe he gets uh, the the Dark back during the battle and cuts Moff Gideon in half with it. Is Imagine.
2: There, is there a thing, T-Mitch, about the Dark and how you can get it? Like, isn't there a thing uh, about yeah. like kind of like the like, what is it about it?
0: The only the only way you were able to obtain the dark saber and it's a weird thing in this series is the only way you were to obtain it is through combat it's it's a ritual so whoever obtains the dark saber would have to be challenged by somebody if you lose which is death the other pa- person basically you get it it's not like a free fall to where people can take it it's a one-on-one combat and you obtain it uh, previously in Star Wars lure uh, as you see in some of the animated s- series is uh, Darth Maul had it. He was defeated. He lost it. And then that's where it came to Sabine, which was um, then given to Bo-Katan. Now, the Bo-Katan thing that makes it really weird is, like I said, it's always been given. it, it been won in combat. How does she lose it and she doesn't die? So, that's something that's not tied up. I, I, as we said, I don't know if that'll be season three. Um, I don't know what they'll do with that, but hopefully there's some closure as far as, you know, how was the Darksaber given to ma for how he gets it and i think we'll get that here and maybe not seven but maybe episode eight or i mean yeah. i'm working for season three so right yeah, we're that's definitely that's
2: in. we're definitely in the middle of a it had this has to be the middle of a three-part that's like, an ending thinking. ending thing so you yeah. know that you're going to get the middle part this friday yeah. and next friday is going to be the end so you know you're in the middle like, it's like if you had to leave like to go pee in like uh in star wars once they got under the tractor beam. Oops, we got to go pee. All right, you go outside. Then you come back in and now, okay, now we're in the Death Star. That's kind of where they are in the the arc of the three-episode triptych. Yeah.
0: And I guess uh, I'll tie in my uh, kind of uh, my ending, and I, I'm going off of both of Hitch and Kendo's ideas. I think that there will be a fight uh, with the best car Spear versus Moff Gideon. But I think that for this season, I think it's going to be on a cliffhanger. I think it's going to be a really dark negative one. Um, I think that Boba Fett will end up dying and we'll get to close off his character finally, properly. Uh Um, (laughs) I think this will be the end of Boba and his life, Dad, and I think they'll close him off in a pretty nice ceremonial way. Um, I think that Din will be defeated by Moth, not killed, but severely beaten or, you know, whatever, injured. He'll he'll finally take damage. So I think there's going to be a dark ending. Um, We'll see Moth somehow, you know, injure him, escape with a child. And I think the cliffhanger will be that as they're on the ground, kind of defeated, wow. you'll see a cloaked that figure, meaning some... a Jedi or somebody, and it'll close off. We're not going to see, I don't think we'll see Luke, but I think you'll see kind of like, you know, when he walked up to the, um, uh, i forget her name. The, the, the lady with the, uh, p- the, um, the sniper. Yeah. It's uh, kind of like that scene. I think when they're all defeated at the end, as they, uh, they leave with a child in the hyperspace that we'll see somebody kind of, uh, Come to their aid as they're on the ground, kind of on their last legs. So that's, that's what I think, man. That's that's
1: some dark return of the Jedi type. You they know? have to. If we're thinking it's a three-part <laughs> series,
0: this will be that middle. This will be that middle season, kind of like Episode Eight. I think every you know that middle one, there's always that that dark cliffhanger ending, and I think that'll be the one for me. That's, so that's
1: not thinking. the ending Ken wants, yeah. um. you know, or Hitch. You know what?
3: Your wife's not going to like
1: that at all. No, she would hate that. <laughs> I, know, she, I wouldn't gonna,
2: I wouldn't yeah. make it. I don't think I'd we'd have to cancel the show. If something <laughs> yeah. like that happens cuz I'm not going to be allowed to watch it let alone talk about it on Sunday nights. It's just not going to be I don't want it
0: I don't want it to happen, but I think that's there's going to be an ending for Bobo unfortunately.
2: Oh boy. I I it's, yeah. it's just like if you meet your long lost father and then he dies right away. You know what I mean? Like We just got Boba yeah, Fett back, got after, back after he died <laughs> in 1983. He's been missing for 40 years, and now he's back, and you just want to rip him away from us. And look, sure. the dude that plays Boba Fett took this part full well knowing he was going to be the face and the voice for literally every single clone trooper produced in episodes 2 and 3. So he knows that he's going to get some work here, right? So he can't possibly be looking for an out. That guy is not getting enough we work hope, elsewhere. Huh? That he doesn't need this Star Wars check. And let me be frank: I could use the Star Wars check. I'm not saying I'm not. I would not turn away any Star Wars money. So Star Wars, if you're listening, you can send me a check whenever you want. Uh, but that being said, I don't. They they can't. They cannot do that. They cannot do that because if you're going to tell me that all this guy did was fall in the Starlac pit for five years and then come back magically to be in three episodes of this one series and then he died anyway, what a waste! What a waste! That's what I'm say not. about that. Cause he just got his armor. It's not like he had his armor before and he lost it again. He was trying to get his armor for five years and now he finally has it. Man, I I just hope you're wrong, man. I I really hope you're wrong because that would make me a very, very sad panda.
0: <laughs> well, to close us off, Hitch, do you want to lead us into our uh, our farewells for this uh, this final this episode here? Yeah. Episode, uh,
2: so, uh, Carbonite Bounty do... BS is a product of Nerd Encyclopedia podcast uh, and you can find us at any, our website
1: do, oh uh, do we have any questions
2: of the week oh yeah we gotta get a question of the week out here yeah, now we yeah, talked. remember we, we posed that we you did know, who who, who was, was he uh, reaching out to right who was he reaching out to yeah so this okay, week's question of the week okay who was grogu reaching out to far-fetched funny make us laugh make us cry
1: <laughs> make us <laughs> wish
2: we didn't ask a question whatever you want to do is cool with us Uh, go to our website nerdcyclopedia.com and look listen and rate us we have some ratings I don't know if you guys know this but we have some ratings on iTunes five star ratings nobody's had to be given the business yet so we don't usually ask this because we've been focused on the YouTube stuff we talk about subscribe we talk about follow but remember subscribe to the podcast on iTunes give us the five star rating because we want to get our stuff in people's faces now so check it out and that's all I got all right. This well, until uh,
0: next week's yeah episode, guys. This is the way.
2: This is the hey. way. Hi, guys. This is the way.
1: cyclopedia.